Hallsafe.com. Let's talk about something really quick. Now, this is serious, guys, so don't skip, okay? I know you think this is an ad, but this is serious, okay? Let's talk about luck. Everybody likes to think about it, huh? See all these sports apps popping up. Test your luck. Bet on sports. You're not... Come on, guys. Sports, horse racing... Uh, I mean, you, you can test your luck so much. Test in the casino. I do love a casino, I'll tell you what. But here's the deal. That's We're getting besides the point. I do love those betting apps too. But here's the deal. Your luck runs out, okay? And I don't know if you've been told this before or if you've, if you've learned this, but it does, okay? I promise you. I bet on these apps, it, your luck runs out. But what, what, what if when your luck runs out in life, okay? Wow, we're getting deep here. What if your luck runs out in life? I sound like Tony Robbins. But what if your luck runs out in life, okay? Now I'm getting a little preacher, Southern. What if you're on the road, all right? And a raccoon pops out, and you got to swerve to the left and right, and then you end up in a canal into a ditch. Tires blown out. Speakers blown out because you were listening to Leonard Skinnerd on the radio. Praise God. But now you're in a ditch, all right? I'm coming back. I'm not the Southern preacher anymore. But now you're coming back, okay? Now you're here. Now you're in a ditch. What are you going to do? What are you going to do when your luck runs out? I'm back at the Southern preacher. What are you going to do? What are you going to do when your luck runs out? Well, I can tell what you, I can tell you what you can do, okay? If for under $200 a year, you can get roadside assistance for you and your trailer, okay? What are you going to do when your luck runs out? That's my question for you today. Check it out, hallsafe.com slash the dash show slash. If you support the show... Listen, if you support me, if you support Cannon Brown, if you if, if you like the show, go check out hallsafe.com. Give them some clicks, okay? At least let... Hey, this is to the listeners here. We're telling secrets. Hallsafe.com, don't listen to this. This is just to the listeners here. Hey, if you do this, guys, this makes me look great, okay? And you guys don't pay anything for this show, so what's it to ya? Just just go give them some clicks on their website. Check it out, okay? This is secret time. You can help me out by not spending any money. Just go to their website, okay, using the code. Hallsafe.com slash the dash show slash. Okay, now everybody can listen back in. Hallsafe.com. That's a long ad. See you guys later. Hallsafe.com slash the show slash. This is the show with Cannon Brown. Right. And people are always like, well, how, like, how did it feel? Like, how do you feel when you're in the grand drive? Like, what's it like being in there? And I'm like, honestly, I don't know. I have no clue what it is like. I mean, I can explain to you what's going through my head because I know what's going through my head. It's all about the goat. But if you ask me what my judge, what the judge said about my goat or like, like what other people were doing around me, I have no clue. That last few minutes might have been a little confusing. You'd like to know who I was talking to, wouldn't you? What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another week of the show. I'm your host, Cannon Brown. Hello, hello. 
sitting in uh, my forerunner recording the intro and outro for this episode because it makes a good podcast studio guys like I, I mean a lot of people they pay the, they pay big money for for a studio time or um, or they try to find another room they convert a room into studio no, no not me you know I am I am doing my part um, in just not wasting any space possible so I'm using my vehicle um, as a podcast studio right now and I'm living high life high society right now I I mean this as as a from a podcaster's perspective awful sentence but from from this guy's perspective this is the this is the big life right here guys this is this is it in a in a 2001 forerunner his name's Fred oh yeah so yeah hello sitting in Tucson Arizona it's beautiful down here, guys. I, I mean, I can't even lie to you and say that, like, we're getting bad weather or we're not. It's it's like 80 degrees, um, not a cloud in sight. We had a little bit of drizzle last week that gave us some recourse. So we, we feel good. We feel good down here. Uh, and, and when we feel good, we do good. So I've got a great podcast for you. You saw the title, Miss Kenna Gay. If you don't know who Kenna is, she's an incredible goat showman from Oklahoma, and you've seen a picture of her. If you're involved in the livestock side of social media, and if you listen to this podcast, I'm just going to assume you are. You know who this person is, or you've seen her face. Um, she is a mentee of a past past podcast guest. That was awful. Darby Ross. Uh, shout out Darby. Kenna is... Uh, Darby kind of took her under her wing and, and has been kind of showing her the ropes and helps her out a bunch. And, and Kenna has benefited a bunch. Uh, and she works her tail off. Um, and she's also doing other things. She's got a jewelry company, Stacked Collie. Go check that out on Instagram. Go check her out on Insta. And check her out at the shows. I'm sure you'll see her around for sure. So without further ado, that's enough of me talking. I know I do it a bunch, but here's here's something really quick, guys. At the show pod. This is serious, guys. At the show pod. Go follow. Go go check it out on uh, Instagram. At the show pod. I'm posting more. I Okay? What, what can I do? I'm posting more for you so that you can go follow. Um, also on Facebook at the show pod, go check it out. One of these days I might even make a TikTok, guys, you know, I might, I, I'm behind the times, but that's just, that's how it always is. You know, I mean, I, it, you just, you got to catch up to get there. You know, that was supposed to be motivational, but I don't think it is. So yeah, check out, uh, Check out Kenna Gay. Check out uh, At The Show Pod. That's enough of me talking. Let's do it. Hallsafe.com. Miss Kenna Gay. You're safer here than any place else. Now just lock yourself in and keep quiet. What are you doing today, Kenna? Uh, right now I'm waiting on all of these natural does to kids that just kind of 
magically popped up pregnant. We have no idea how they got bred, but... That happens a lot, actually, you know? In the wild, you just things become pregnant. <laughs> yeah. That's right, right? I saw that on National Geographic one time, I think. I think so. Yeah. Um, are you at Darby's? I am. Oh, my gosh. Good old, uh, where is it? It's Piedmont. Is that where oh, that yeah. is? Piedmont, Oklahoma. Piedmont, Oklahoma, where you can go to the Starbucks or the McDonald's. Yeah, actually, it's McDonald's and Brahms now. Whoa. Yeah, we're moving up. Might have to make a trip back to Piedmont, Oklahoma here soon. You definitely should. I'm pretty sure we still have like two or three of your jackets here. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, there's like um, the NJS or NSR, whatever it is. NJSA, yeah. Yeah, there's one of those, and then there's a jean jacket with Sherpa sitting in a drawer. Hey, I think I like that those jackets, too. Um, yeah. Okay, well, yeah, I'm definitely going to... I think I recall Darby saying she's going to send me those, but if I have to make a trip to Oklahoma to get them, I will, I guess. <laughs> uh, you definitely should. That actually makes a lot of sense. I was looking for that NJSA jacket because it was going to rain. And I was like, that's a good rain jacket. I can't find it. But my history with, like, moving and clothes, I always lose, like, I I lose a pair of jeans, a couple shirts, a jacket every time I move. I don't know what it is. There's a a wardrobe fairy going around. It's kind of (laughs) like how those does are pregnant right now. It's magic. Yeah. My clothes just disappear like magic. So I thought that those jackets just succumbed to the inevitable fact that I would lose them when I moved. No, they've been sitting in a drawer for what? How long has it been since you've been here? Like two years? It's been a it's been a year and four months. Yeah, they've been there the whole time. Okay. Well, that's exciting. <laughs> oh, so yeah. thanks, guys, for keeping them put together for me. Of course. Yeah, so, yeah, it's been a year and four months since I've been there. Um, you were our last leg of our video tour, uh, which videos will be coming out soon. Oh, I'm excited um, to see those. It's going to be, be uh, a 10-episode series. So That's it's going to be... Cool. Yeah, it's going to be a little bit bigger than I expected, but... And you're you're like our capstone, basically. So we're going to kind of run it in order. And you're our last episode. Uh, last but not least, as I like to say. Save the best for last. Exactly, Kenny. You know what we do. You know what we do. Oh, also, I got a... When I got back home, when you were in your round pin, do it like on your horse, I got some sweet drone footage of that. Oh, I'm so pumped for that. I forgot yeah. about that. It actually looks like really cool where it's just like the drone looking down on you doing uh, circles in the round pin. That's awesome. So I'm excited for that. Um, You were uh, a great place to end that trip after like 16 days on the road with uh, Jake Richardson, Sam Burmeister, and Joseph Fickett. Shout out to those guys. But a lot has happened in the last year and a half. A lot. a year and four months. <laughs> like you're, you did some spring cleaning yesterday. 
We did. We power washed the whole show barn, moved everything out, and dehomed all the little mice that were living there. The, oh, they like to sit back behind the pens, so when the goats dumped the feed back there, they just chowed down and kicked all of those out. It was well, a good day. That is a good day when you get them kicked out. Oh, it, yeah. it just it feels better when it's clean too, right? Yes, it feels so much better in there. Do you it's have not um, like sticky? What's that? It's not like sticky anymore. Yes. Yeah, it's not like moist in the air, right? Right. It's, it's like, like uh, clean, dry. Yeah, you can still smell like the cleaner for the next four days, but then after that, it's gone. It's it's gone into the wind. It's it's done. Yeah, especially with the Oklahoma wind. Now, how many days a week are you spending over at Darby's? I am here every day, all day. Oh my gosh, that's that's pretty sweet. You guys just have like a little girls club. Oh yeah. I get here like, usually when we have show goats on feed, I'm here from 8 to 8. And then, but now that we don't have feed, or show goats on feed, I'm here from like 9 to 3. And then I come back at six to help feed everything else, and then it's about how it goes. You just get dropped off and picked up. No, I actually have my license now. Oh my gosh, you're yeah, yeah. a lot has changed in a year and four months, hasn't it? It has. Uh, I recently just got back from a week long trip down at Blue Team Weathers, helped oh. them wash and dry all the sail babies. We probably did about. 90 to 120 head of goats. How was that? Oh, it was, it was, it was fun, but that my shoes were wet for so long, and I don't think I kept a pair of dry socks on for more than 10 minutes. I, I feel like you, just, you should just wash goats in sandals. I thought about that. I really did, but I just, I, I just don't know if I can do it. I am, like, I am deathly scared of feet. I do not like feet. I don't even, even like your own feet. Your your it's own cool. feet you're terrified of. I am. Okay. That's interesting. Feet is just not my thing. Hey, hey, to each his own or her own. Um but I'm just saying washing in sandals it's the best cuz you can just you rinse off your feet afterwards and then they're clean. And then See, you don't I have like think... wet socks on. Oh yeah. See, I might try to do it in my Crocs next time then. Try it in the Crocs. They're, those are basically sandals. Yeah. Those are like motorsport sandals. Exactly. You, they have to stay in four-wheel drive, though. Yeah, well, ha- always. always. Um, did you see Jake? I did. Jake clipped on all the goats we were washing. Me and Jake had a fun time. Shout out Jake P. Richardson. I love Jakey P. Uh, are you learning to clip at all? Uh, a little bit. Honestly, not my thing. I, I will like sit it? there and I will pull legs all day. And but when it comes down to just sitting there and clipping, I do not have the patience for it. That's fair. I mean, it takes it does take a lot of patience. It takes a steady hand. It takes takes somebody to sit there and and really be diligent. You know. Yeah, I don't have. Don't have the patience for that, nor the steady hand. My hands are very shaky. Yeah, that probably doesn't help. No, not at all. But you know the basics. 
Yeah, I know the basics. I, I you take one down with the extra covers on their chest. You blend it in. Then you go. You get the belly line. You get the butt. You take down their back. Give them a groove. All the things. I just don't like to do it. I think you just gave away all the secrets, Kenna. Oh shoot! Those Darby, are all the secrets. Darby, you hear this? I'm sorry. <laughs> Where are you recording this right now? Where are you sitting? I am sitting in front of Darby's computer in the Shine office. Oh, beautiful. Oh, yeah. And she's this just out working goats here. or what? Yeah, we're just kind of getting away from the goats. There's no goats up here. Oh. Yeah, this is the one place on the property in a barn without goats. That's true, yeah, because you just have that, um, that's where that, uh, like, sale barn and where she keeps the feed, right? Right. This yeah, this yeah. is where I'm at right now. Yeah, we're just giving away all of Darby's secrets, too, so. Yes, if, if worry, you want, I can always it. text you the blueprint. I would love it. I'm going to send it to China. <laughs> yes. Um. So, Darby, shout out. I know she's going to listen to this, so this is your shout out, Darby. We're we love you, Darby. Here. We love you, Darby. <laughs> Old Darbs. So, do you uh, do you have like um, do you have like chores lists over there, or do you just kind of you just so let's just explain, okay? So may, maybe some people don't know you like I do. Um, Kenna uh, and Darby are not related. If you have thought that so far, they're not. No, good friends. Um, Darby Ross, she's been on the podcast before. Uh, give us the story of how you and Darby met, please. Um, so it was probably, it was 2016, I want to say. And we were sitting at the Oklahoma State Fair and we had someone clipping my goats and they didn't show up. And so honestly, I don't know where I was at. It was just Darby and my mom and Darby walked by and was like, Hey, do y'all need any help? So Darby ended up clipping my does, and um, we just kind of went from there. She clipped my does. We didn't really do anything at State Fair. I was That was back when I was more focused on showmanship. I loved showmanship so much. And then me and my mom sat down and had a talk and was like, do you want to go for it now, or do you want to wait for till you're 11, 12, 13, 14 to get started, like, with someone else or do you want to start now with her and I was like you know what like if I don't start now I'm not going to be at the top until I graduate so I was like I want to I want to do this now so my mom talked my mom talked to Darby and um got all that set up and from there it honestly just kind of blossomed I really I'm gonna be real honest with you I do not remember some of my like childhood like i just i don't know if it's the fact that i don't pay attention enough or what but it's just kind of gone from my brain like what parts like um i can remember like big instances but pretty much all of it except for like if i was ever in the hospital i remember some of those and like I don't know. It's weird. I don't ever remember, like, being in a grand drive. Like, I know I've been there, and I know I've won a show, but I don't ever remember being in the grand drive. And I think it's just part of my brain, like, just zoning out and doing what I know how to do. 
And then I get out of the grand drive and I'm like, oh, shoot. And then reality kicks back in and it's like a whole different person. Kenna, I'm so happy you said this because I, I guess I've never really articulated it that way. But I have, I think everyone's in your boat. So don't feel like you're weird, by the way. But I have had this same thought to myself. I've never brought it up. I don't know why. But I've been, I've always been ashamed because I'm like, I cannot remember one single grand drive like i cannot remember one single like and i won i i mean i do vaguely recall the time i won at arizona national in showmanship i remember that just because i was able to like i don't remember showing but i was able to kind of bring myself back in when he was on the mic when the judge was on the mic i was able to kind of like really take it in and be like okay i'm here i'm here i'm here but other than that Every other grand drive, I have no recollection. Right. And people are always like, well, how, like, how did it feel? Like, how do you feel when you're in the grand drive? Like, what's it like being in there? And I'm like, honestly, I don't know. I have no clue what it is like. I mean, I can explain to you what's going through my head because I know what's going through my head. It's all about the goat. But if you ask me what my judge, what the judge said about my goat or like, like what other people were doing around me i have no clue yeah i uh i actually think about this a lot nowadays because i'm judging a few more shows now and i have realized that i'm not saying these reasons for anybody in the ring because like i remember as a showman that once that judge placed me third or fourth or whatever it was I maybe like caught a little bit of what he was trying to talk about, but my mind was elsewhere. Maybe I was like still showing a little bit. Um, but I have realized that not a lot of kids are actually paying attention to what the judge is saying. Like it's, no. it's mostly for like first, maybe that first place showman is actually listening, but they're kind of into like a little adrenaline high. So they don't really know what they're listening to. Right. Uh, Unless I'm in second place. I'm not listening to the judge. If I'm listening to second, if I'm in second place, I'll listen to him talk the first place and like where I got beat. And then it's back onto my goat. Yeah. Cause when I he's think... talking your animal, you want it to look its best. So I'm sitting exactly. there showing. and I... It, I No, know. you're it exactly doesn't... right. And we're taught in showmanship to kind of like create your own space, get in your own head so that like you can just, focus on this one thing and right. it kind of like disconnects the part of your brain that tells you to listen and pay attention. You, you kind of turn that off when you get in like a showmanship or even like a big time market drive, you're just trying to show the hell out of that animal. So right. there's nothing it's, it's else involved. Animals. That's very, there's no part of me that cares what I look like or what is going on. Now, I will say, if I don't pay attention to Darby while I'm in the ring, because she's always over there making sure my goats look good, if I don't pay attention to her, then it's not it's not pretty. Yeah. She she she's there for me. She helps me out, but it's literally in the when I'm in the ring, it's me, my goat, and Darby, and that's it. Well, and that's At, I think that's how it should be too. Right. Every kid has that showmanship coach on the side, whether they want to admit it or not. Every person has a showmanship coach on the side. 
at least in the goat ring. Well, and and I know there's been a lot of like there's been a lot of people saying I don't know if they should do that. Blah 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 blah. I don't I don't really know if you should be able to do that. Like just myself, I'm not really in the sheep and goat deal. But like if I saw that on a at I, I still see it in the hog ring nowadays when I'm at a show or judging a show. I still see kids like look into the stands. I'm like, what are you looking at? Like you've you've got a pig that you're driving. Just look around the ring and see where people aren't and go there. I, right. I, and like I think it's completely different, different with pigs because you're moving constantly. Yeah. But like 100%. with goats, you're just you're kind of at a standstill. There's and so a, I don't have to worry about bumping into someone or running my pig into someone and it getting in a fight. There's um there's a couple people that do this, but there's one there was one family, and I'm not gonna say any names, but those who listen that know this family know who I'm talking about. And I have nothing against this family, by the way, just saying. But there was a dad when I was serving on the NJSA junior board at every national show, this family goes everywhere. He would he had different whistles. Like he would whistle at his kids. Uh, when they were in the ring and it was like, and I don't know what the whistles were for. It was either like to get them to speed up, to get them to slow down. I don't know what it was, but as a board member, like in the ring, you could hear this dad whistling at his kids, like to either speed up or (laughs) something. It was, it was weird. I didn't, I didn't really ever understand it. I mean, they do awesome. Like they do incredible stuff, but it's, it was a little different. Yeah, that, I think that's kind of cool, honestly. Like, to me, that's that's kind of cool. I personally like would not be able it. to tell the difference in the whistles. <laughs> oh, you could. I promise <laughs> I you, you like, could. Oh, yeah, sure. No, I, I promise you, you could. Like, they were, they were very distinctive. This guy was a hell of a whistler. This dad is, he's a hell of, hey, if you're listening, props to the whistling guy. Uh, props very, to the whistling good. can we get him a banner <laughs> made for that best whistling show dad i want to shout him out so bad but i'm not going to um, <laughs> i'm not going to but no it's i think you like the strategy of it though i mean there there definitely is like a little strategy involved in the sheep and go and even cattle deal with having somebody on the outside where you can look to and make sure that what the judge is seeing looks good because I know everyone says you're supposed to know exactly what that calf looks like, what your goat looks like, what your sheep looks like, but it's always not that easy. Right. It's a different perspective. Like, I know what my goat looks like from my perspective, but if her top line isn't up or maybe I have him a little too far stretched out, but I feel like he's set up, I can't see that. Or maybe he's rode, like... I don't know. I can feel my goats pretty well to know when they're stuck and when they're not. But like, there's always like little minor details that I don't always see that she picks up and she helps me to see them and get them fixed. Yeah. Yeah. And there's going to be people listening. They're like, that shouldn't happen. How dare she? Um, but that will happen. That yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wrong. How dare you? You shouldn't be showing it, OIE. Are you kidding me? Um, no, I, I, th- I think as this, it's a sport, right, Ken? I mean, you, you, of anybody, you of anybody can say that. It is a sport. 
And the more that we say that it's not, the more it's going to change, that it that it's yes. going to be a sport. You know, I mean, that people aren't going away from this deal. No, not at all. And it is definitely a sport. When you build a track and you don't have a track dog, you become the track dog. So I promise I am doing as much running as y'all are. Did you do it that? It is not fun not having a track dog. You did that? Yes. All year <laughs> this year, we built a track and we had it all set up, and we had a track dog with no track. But now we have a track with no track dog. Darby's got we like ten dogs. Yeah, where's we do the, have a lot dogs? of dogs, but none of them are track dogs. <laughs> we'll just send a dog out there and let them loose. But it's not the same. Like I don't. None of them will go after the goats. They're more worried about you. And if they oh. do, yeah, they turn the goats around, and then they sit there and they try and play with them. <laughs> and we just need them to run, and they don't run. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, well, and I have my dog with too. me. Say that again. I said Darby's dogs are spoiled rotten, too. So Yes, they are. Definitely. And they've been taught since day one, don't touch the goats. Don't go yep. near the goats. So they just sit there, and they're like, mm, so what do you want me to do? <laughs> uh, so you've been getting your workouts in. I've definitely been getting my workouts in. Like, I feel like a track star. Do you? How, how big's the track? Is it just a little circle or what? It's uh, 70 by 30 in like an oval, like a horse track. Oh, yeah, that's decent. I think those measurements are right. Don't don't kill me if I'm wrong, but... I, I, will, I would never. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and it's sand, so it's really, and it, there's like a small incline because of where we built it, so it's not level. So going up the hill and then having to run downhill, it, it's not fun, but it gets the job done. And there's sand in it? Yes, it's sand, oh so it is hard to get through, and it is, well, I have to rake it every once in a while. It is oh not gosh. fun to rake. I feel like I'm back in my softball days when we had to take care of the field. Does it do the job? It does the job. It's amazing. There you go. I love there it. There you go. I uh, I always thought that'd be fun to like get some goats and just make a track for them. I don't. I, I never really thought like showing goats would be fun, but like making a track and sending a dog after them, just watch them run. I think that'd be fun. It definitely is until they figure out that there's nothing to be scared of. And then they don't run anymore. I had that happen this year with one of my does. I had like such a bond with her doe. She, her name was Liv. And it got to the point where she wasn't scared of me or the working flag. And so she just kind of walked right with me and stayed by my side the whole time. Oh, my gosh. That's that, that's pretty nice, though, right? I mean, <laughs> that's, <laughs> it was. That, that's kind of cute. She's my buddy. Yeah, that's kind of cute. I always wondered, like, uh, if you guys had any tamed, like, domestic goats. I, I never understood, like, you spend all this time with a goat and a sheep, and at the end of the day, they still try to run away from you. I'm like, that's why I always liked pigs, because within, like, two weeks, they loved you. And with sheep and goats, you can, I like, I just personally felt like I could never create that bond with them, just because they were always trying to run away from me. Right, they're always like, it, it, and they are. And I always get yelled at because Dar Darby's rule that I have to live by in my show barn is 
they aren't pets. They're show animals. And so that gets pounded into my brain daily when I'm sitting there loving on one. And she's like, can I? I'm like, I know. Okay. And so that's kind of how that goes. But with Liv, it was a little different. I don't know. She was just one of those ones that she didn't like anybody else. She would not. She wouldn't walk or wouldn't show for anybody else except for me. And it, she's she was my best friend. She was a yeah. cool little doe. I actually at OYE, um, I have a certain lucky chain. Every showman has like a lucky thing they have to go in the ring with. And I had goats in back to back classes, so I kept having to switch chains. And when they brought Liv up to me, they didn't have the right chain on her. And I'd been working on this all year. And Darby was like, you're not going in without a chain. Like, no, you're showing a doe. It'd be different if it was a weather. And I was like, okay, whatever. So they bring her up to me with the wrong chain, and I just take it off and I throw it back at them. I'm like, will y'all please give me the right chain? Because my right chain, like the lucky chain has gold snaps, and every other one has silver snaps. And mm-hmm. so, like, it's very distinctive. And it's not like they accidentally picked up the wrong chain. It was just on the other goat. And so the class is walking in, and nobody has brought me my chain yet. So I'm like, you know what? Screw it. We're going in. So I go in without a chain, and everybody, like, on the outside of the ring, I thought Darby was going to be mad, but she loved it. Someone eventually brought me my chain, and she was like, no, keep it off. Keep going. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, okay. Damn, that's different. Yeah, it was definitely cool. With that the breeding, really cool. it's not something you see very often. That is not something you see, but I mean, with one that can just kind of walk by your side, that would be yeah. kind of how cool would it be to like start a trend like that? Oh, it would be so cool. <laughs> I've you tried, might've. trust me, I've tried, but Darby keeps saying no. Darby, like, yeah, come on. I know. I personally, I've tried to show sheep, and I cannot break a sheep to walk on my hand. But for some reason, I can break the goats to walk on my hand. And I don't mm. know if it's just the fact that I didn't ever really like the sheep, so I didn't spend a whole lot of time with them, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> like, I would yeah. always be like, oh, yeah, like, my sheep, I've walked my sheep on my hand, when I would just put them on the walker and let them walk on the halter. <laughs> so that's kind of why they were never really broke. <laughs> Uh, didn't you show a couple of Dorpers? Yes. The Dorpers I loved. His name was Cletus. My, the other Dorpers don't matter. Cletus is the only Dorper that's ever mattered. Only Cletus, huh? Only Cletus. Cletus the fetus. Where'd he come from? Do you know? He came from Kelly Hair Sheep from Colton and Catherine Black down in Texas. I was hoping you were going to say that. That's a free shout out. Yes. Um, I love them so much. They're so cool. They're the best. Um, I need to get Catherine on my podcast. I've had Colton on. Um, you do need to get Catherine on. She she's freaking cool. Yeah, she they they seem legit. So I'm I'm they glad are. that I'm glad that Cletus was your favorite out of them. So we can give them a little shout out. Oh yeah, um, I've never had a proper from somewhere else. I don't think uh, it's Kelly Hair Sheep anymore. By the way, it's not. It's just, it's just Kelly Showstock. Whoa. Yeah, I I don't... I forget they raise blacks now. Yeah, exactly. So, just they're not just dorpers anymore, guys. Yeah. So, just say it again, and you'll end up in court because <laughs> Colton has lawyers in place. So, watch out. But um, <laughs> no, it's a uh, they're they're good people. So, yeah, I'm glad you were. Are you still showing sheep? 
No. I told them last year, I was like, I do not want to do sheep anymore. I do not like it. The Dorper was a one-time thing to get in the limo. And this year I got in the limo with a goat finally. So it's like, nope, no more sheep. We don't need there them anymore. Go. There you go. Um, how was OIE this year? OIE went good. I had third overall doe, third overall weather dam, and ended up with um, fourth overall or fifth overall weather. And so it like it wasn't too bad. And then I had a blonde-headed goat. His name is Robbie, and um, he ended up – he won his class, and he got third overall in division. And it, it's been – I don't know. It's been weird. Ever since Louisville, I don't think I've gotten out of the third overall hole. Really? Really. I had third overall doe at Louisville. We go to New Year's National, and I have third, fourth, and fifth overall doe. And then we go to – um oie and i have third overall doe and third overall weather dam so like jackpots and stuff i like ended up winning both shows at my district and won the jackpot that was after new year's national so like it hasn't been all third but like at the major shows i've been third every time huh yeah i'm just kind of stuck there so this year we're working to get out of third well that's That's a good goal. goal (laughs) <laughs> that, that's i think that's an attainable goal i i hope so <laughs> <laughs> you know what third place is uh third place is an interesting spot to be in too it is it's like you're you you didn't win the show but like you're happy you, to be there you're the best one that didn't have grand reserve like Ex- that's the way you gotta look at it like you're like okay i didn't win it like i i I'm not like the absolute winner, but I'm not dissatisfied. I mean, I'm I'm in the I'm in the show, like I'm in the game, I'm in the final drive here, and I got a look, uh, but I didn't win the whole thing. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know what? It's gonna make you winning or getting reserve all the much better. When, yes, I think when, it will. Oh my gosh! Uh, and. That's a goal, so we're just going to say that you're going to attain that goal right now because you're going to manifest it, by the way. Uh, yes. Through through this podcast. So we're manifesting this right now. We're manifesting you getting out of the third slot. And if that happens to be you getting below third place, fourth, fifth, sixth, maybe 20th, that's a win for my podcast, and I expect the shout-out when that happens. As long yes. as we get you out of third place... I don't care if you don't even get a call back. I, you can get last in class, but I've done my part at that point. Right. You got me out of third. Shout <laughs> out to Cannon Brown. <laughs> I was seeing how long I could take that. Um, well, so I remember, so OIE was good. I mean, it, it. that's a pretty incredible year, by the way. I mean, it's, I know you might be a little disappointed. You didn't get Granite Reserve or anything like that, but that's a, I mean, that's you, across the board, like yeah. you were in it. Yeah, if it, like that's kind of how I have to look at it, is I have to be like, well, there's kids out there that would kill to be third overall. If I'm not like, I'm still happy with it because, I mean, I'm still up there. Yeah. No, and you're, you're not going to win everyone. Exactly. You are the exception. I, I try to tell this to like 
so many people. Most kids don't win shows. Most of them. Like, a majority of kids don't win ever. And you're in this, like, the 1% of people that can go to national shows and play a part in national shows. I mean, I know OIE is not a national show, but it very well could be. I mean, they could play at national shows. Like, if that stock was at a national show, they, oh, yeah. they would have no problem competing. No, not at all. OIE has it, – it's very tough. I honestly think it, like, it was harder dosho-wise – I think there was more competition there than there was anywhere else, except maybe Louisville. Louisville was a really good doe show. Yeah. I wish more no. states had something like that. I just, I mean, kind of like, a, I guess Illinois and Indiana and all those like Midwest state fairs are at the end of July and August. They kind of have that, like, like their state fairs are kind of like their OIEs kind of. Because all the county fair winners can go there and compete, but it's not—it's not the same. You know, is that—is that like an accurate comparison, or is, am I just looking it, at the wrong? Like you're right, it's not the same, but that's about the only thing you can compare it to because it yeah. is only for Oklahoma kids. But yeah, I, I don't wish know, more it's, states it's did it. It's its own little thing. It's in its own little category. I, well, I'm jealous, and I want it over in Arizona or in. Colorado or everywhere, you know. I think it needs. I think there needs to be something like that to support the youth. But I know yes, that, and they did start that out in Arkansas with that AYE. Oh yes, true. Yes, so they're they're getting there, just not. Yeah. Everywhere. The, the problem is that your your guys's county fairs line up so nicely, and. Like in Arizona, our county fairs are all over the map. They're like they really, oh yeah, because it's it's like most people don't want to raise livestock in the summertime, so sometimes we'll have county fairs uh, like at the end of winter, at the end of spring, maybe at the beginning of summer, and then you'll have those counties that are maybe in northern Arizona where they're fine having livestock in the summer, so they'll have them at like August or September. But, That's it, crazy. It's insane. So, like, I'm I'm always very very jealous of states where all their county fairs are just consecutive, and maybe you can even go to different county fairs if you want. But no, no, in Arizona they're all segmented out, and you can't you can't go to any other county fairs if you want. It's pretty lame. What the heck, Arizona? I know. Pretty like, come on. Um, I don't think we'll change anything with this podcast, but we can try. We can sure try. If we can get Ken out of third place, we can sure try to make a expo in Arizona, which I don't think will ever happen. But it could. Arizona, Arizona National is probably the closest thing, and they're not going to turn away any other out of staters. So, oh no, never. You guys, did you guys not come to that this year? We actually, yeah, we didn't go to Arizona. Um, it's just, it's a really far drive. That's fair. It, it, it It's a long, 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 long drive. Yeah, that's like a 20-hour drive for you. Yeah, it lines up, and then you have to stop and drench every four hours, and 
then you got to fill up with gas and do all that. It, it was just overall, it was kind of like a, well, we, like, we've already won the dough show, like, it, it'll it be okay not to go. And now that, that YGB has put on the New Year's National and given us something else to go to during that time period, we've just been going there because, I mean, they're in Oklahoma. Like, last year it was in Ada, Oklahoma, and this year it was in Woodward. Hmm. So it's just kind of a closer option. And it's definitely a lot of fun. We They had a basketball tournament there. Um we got to play knockout. We, me, and my team actually ended up winning our age division of the basketball tournament. So, like, oh dang, we can still play sports. <laughs> Look at that. We're still athletic. Ag kids still still balling. So, oh yeah, we um, we even got a banner for it. No way. Oh yeah. That's pretty cool, actually. <laughs> it was awesome. What is uh, uh? What's your ingredients for your drench? I cannot give you that. <laughs> I will end up on the side I'll, of the road somewhere stranded. Will, hey, I'll bleep it out. And bleep it out? I'll bleep it out. Okay. It's <laughs> I don't I can't. I don't I feel <laughs> she like doesn't, she doesn't even trust me. <laughs> I will bleep this part out. Okay, it's I'm gonna say it really. No, don't quickly. tell me. Don't okay, tell me, tell me <laughs> like tell me like a like a medication commercial. Okay, it's a bar. It works. Um, but I think that's uh, that's I I thank you for trusting me to bleep that out. Um, I, I am trusting you with my life right now, Cannon. Uh, I will bleep that out, and if I don't, Dar- I know Darby will kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll send Darby after you. <laughs> Darby will kill me. Uh, she's even, she's going to kill me. She's probably going to text me and be like, why do you even ask her this question? That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely fair. But also, this is what the people come to the podcast for, okay? For secrets. But we're not yeah. giving out any secrets. No, if you want to know a secret, use sure shine for your sure lifestyle. Sure shine. That's what you Healthy use hair. as your drench. Yeah, right? That's what you, right. sure shine is drench. No, SureShine is a hair product. No, SureShine is drenched, though, because it, it smells like watermelons. It tastes like watermelons. See, I think it tastes more like a mango. Have You have tasted it? Yeah, I've gotten it on my hands, and it. I, honestly, it is a great, like, lip. Like, you know, you get your lips get chapped at a show, mm, and, yeah. like, there's a lot of wind. Shershine was the only thing I had around, so I just put some on my lips, and it honestly it worked great. That sounds that sounds right to me. I mean, it, it, and it's it's water based too, so yeah, one hundred percent oil free. Yeah, shout out to Shershine. No free ads here, but actually, we're gonna give a free ad to yeah. Shershine. And last time I talked to Darby, she's having some problems getting it in. So I don't have they gotten some more Shershine in? Do you know? Not quite yet. Um, we're hoping it'll be pretty soon and it'll be back on the market soon. But right now there's no sure date of when we'll get it in. Uh, I, I see what you did there. No sure date for the sure shine. Oh yeah. No sure date. <laughs> um, well, I hope it comes in and that is, that's great stuff. Like it is fantastic stuff. 
It is. I, it, it's crazy. Like, I know, like, we make that product, but, like, honestly, of all the years of trying to, like, grow hair and, like, keep it healthy, like, a lot of these hair-growing products are stimulators, and they just kind of dry it out. And, like, the hair looks good, but underneath you get to the skin, and the skin is dry. And yeah. But, like, with SureShine, I honestly barely used conditioner all year. Because, like, I didn't have to worry about the hair drying out or anything like that. Hmm. They still got conditioner because, you know, I'm not I'm not an animal. If I get conditioner, they get conditioner, but... Well, yeah. And that's very nice yeah. of you. Yeah. I'm now, just thinking about them. You're doing some endorsements, or... I, I see you on Instagram doing some... For jeans? What are you doing there? Yeah, um, so basically I went to a, like, a horse show, like an actual horse show. Yeah. Not a rodeo. And there was this booth of jeans there. And, like, I've always been a seven for all mankind until I die kind of person. And I just tried on these jeans because they were the same, like, trouser cut. The girls will know what I'm talking about. They're, like, that same kind of fit, but they're a little higher rise. And if you wear sevens, you know that some of, like, the older styles are, like, super low rise. And so, but you also don't want, like, super high rise jeans when you're showing because, like, it it doesn't look the best with a shirt unless your body's built for it. And mine's not. So I found these jeans, and I try them on, and my mom's like, you got to have them. I was like, are you sure? Like, Like, I don't know. Like, am I really going to wear these because they don't have a seven on the pocket? And she's like, just just get them. So I buy these jeans, and I wear them at Louisville. And, like, usually, you know how – I'm pretty sure all jeans do this. Like, when you wear them for, like, two or three hours, and they stretch out, and then you look saggy, and you don't look good anymore. Yeah. Yeah, these jeans didn't do that. It was crazy. Like, I wore them all day. I washed goats in them baby pat like everything in these jeans and then just walked into the show ring and um, and they didn't look different at all so after that i emailed the um like the owners and the ceo of the company and i was like hey i love these jeans like these are the best jeans i've ever had like i would love it if y'all would introduce these to the livestock community because like the girls would love them they'd go crazy for them and so he was like, you know what? Like, yeah, we're actually coming to Cattlemen's Congress if you want to come meet us. So I went to Cattlemen's Congress in January and met the two brothers who own the company, Darren and Dustin Halla, and kind of heard their story and worked with a really nice girl named Callie at the booth. And, like, honestly, best pair of jeans I own. I own a lot of these jeans now. And what, what is it called? It's called Hala, H-A-A-L-A. Hala. 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 Um, right? And it's like a catchy name. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I saw yeah. that you were doing that. I I uh, had wondered what you were what you were promoting. So that's awesome. Um, yeah, and like I don't get paid to do it or anything like that. Like. They paid me when I came to Cattlemen's Congress and, like, went around the barns and introduced people to these jeans. But, like, I just love them that much. Yeah, for sure. And then with that, I run my little jewelry business on the side. And 
that takes up a lot of time. What are you selling on jewelry? I string Navajo pearls. So all of my turquoise addicted ladies, check out the stack Collie Co. Say it again. Navajo pearls and turquoise at the stacked Colico. Stacked Colico. Yeah. So I I'm obsessed with border collies and I'm obsessed with turquoise. So I just kind of combined the two things and I was like, you know what? Sounds like a great name. Didn't <laughs> think about it for more than twenty minutes and I was like, yep, this is it. We're going for it. Okay. And Sweet. so that's kind of how that name came about. That's awesome. Well, check. Yeah, definitely check that out. Do you like doing that too? Say that again. You like doing that? I love it. That's actually what I was doing before this, making earrings at the moment. Oh, and they nice. are kind of kicking my butt with these small beads. Oh, yeah. Beads are the worst. Yeah. It, Reminds me of, like arts and crafts. Right. Yeah. And like with like those little beads you get at Walmart, like if you lose one, no big deal. If I lose one of these, you will see me crawling around the floor for a good hour until I Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I try not to lose these beads, but it still happens. Like, there's been one sitting on the cowhide in Darby's office for a good three months that I finally found. And I was so happy today when I found that. Hmm. Well, good. I, I love when you find something that you've, uh, like, lost for a little while or even, like, the little cash in your pocket when you're about to wash your jeans. Yes. Or, that, or clothes that you put away, feeling. like, months ago and you open it up and there's, like, a 20 inside and you're like, what? Right. It, I honestly think that feeling is better than winning a show. <laughs> it is. You That's reach fair. in your pocket and you're like, oh, I get a Starbucks today because I just found a $5 bill in my pocket. That's said by somebody that that's won a few shows. Yeah, it, it's a great feeling, guys. <laughs> if you've never done it, hide money from yourself and find it in three months. Find it in three months, and you'll be—you will have your answer as how it feels to win a livestock show. Yes. For Are all you, those uh, people that ask why we do it, just hide money from yourself and find it later. <laughs> and you will see why we do what we do with livestock. This is why we do it. Um, <laughs> what uh, are, are you judging? Are you doing any contests? No, honestly, I am scared to death to talk a set of reasons. Come to someone. on, don't say that. No, you want to hear about my first experience ever going to a judging contest? I I would love to hear about it. Okay, so me and Darbs are sitting down on the couch, and she's like, "Hey, there's a judging contest coming up. You want to go?" And I was like, well, like, I've never judged before. Sure, why not? Didn't tell me that I had to talk reasons. And so we go there, we get settled in. We're going to Redlands Community College to Kenneth's first livestock judging contest at a whopping, I think I was 13, maybe, 12 or 13. And so I go in there, and I place all these classes, and I'm doing really good. And I, I get 50 of the goats, of course, right? Yeah, I'd, I'd sure hope so. Um, sheep didn't go as well. I actually did okay on the barras. We get to cattle. Oh, that was a bad day. Horrible day. Um, I scored a 17. I didn't drop 17. I marked a 17. Oh, my. Oh, yeah. 
And then, so we go and we go to talk reasons and I'm talking to this college kid. I still never found out her name and we're sitting there and she's like, okay, you can start. And I just kind of sit there and I stare at her for a minute. And like, they're not supposed to smile at you. They're not supposed to be okay. Like they're there to take your reasons. Well, I am a very soft-hearted person, so I break down crying because I feel like she doesn't like me because of the way she's looking at me. But, I mean, that's her job. So, like, no hate to her. But I start bawling my eyes out. And out of all things we had to talk, we had to talk cattle. And it was horrible. Come to find out that um, once I figured out my score and everything – there was absolutely no chance that I was even going to be in the top 30 out of probably 35 kids. (laughs) And so I go in there and I start talking to Brandon Callis and he's like, so you didn't do too good today? And I was like, no, not at all. (laughs) Not even a slight bit. And he told me a story about Darby and when she used to judge at Redlands and it made my day a little bit better. Hey, I've had one of those days. Everybody, every single person who has, um, like gone through a contest has had that experience. And maybe not crying in front of the reason taker, <laughs> but getting a seventeen on a class is normal. And to make you feel better, I'll I'll give you a little story. I went to a Connors judging camp, and I was a junior in high school. I thought I knew a little bit about judging. Turns out I get to Connors as a junior, and I've been setting up reasons all wrong. Like, I need to do a lot of stuff to these reasons. They are messed up. So they teach me the format. Well, by the, like, the second day, I am tired. I'm done. I'm like, I, I got to be done with this. So they split us into groups. They're like, all right, give your last set of the day. I walk up to my last reasons taker. I give them, like, the first two, three sentences. And I, I think I have this guy on Snapchat. His name's Matt. He was a, he was, he's judged at Connors that year. I think like Matt uh, Murdoch or something like that. But I start giving him my set and I'm like, dude, I can't do this, man. I, I know I messed this class up. I know you have to listen to this set, but I can't, I cannot give this set. Like I will, I'm having like a panic attack right now. And he was really cool. He was like, all right, just sit down. Like, let's just talk about the class. And I was like, this is my guy right here. So <laughs> mine was a little different. I wasn't in a contest. Did she give you a little encouragement at least? Before she did. You left she gave me a hug and she told me it was okay. And I didn't have to talk anymore. And she made my day a little bit better. That's awesome. Well, it it's going to be a little nerve wracking. That's for sure. But it's like, you just do it a couple times at least get through one set or like three sets to somebody before you give up on it. Because once you kind of get the hang of public speaking and then you just have to go in there and not care what they think about you, because at the end of the day, it's your opinion. And if they don't agree, they're going to make their mark on their paper, but they're not going to show you any emotion anyway. So it really doesn't matter. Right. See, I, that experience just scarred me so now i'm just hoping i've heard a couple like livestock judging coaches say that they like it when you don't judge in high school because then they can teach you how they want to teach you yeah 
So I'm kind of living by that, and that's just kind of what I tell people. Like, oh, no, this is what I heard, so I'm not going to judge in high school. When in all reality, <laughs> I'm just scared to death to do it. That's the greatest excuse, though, is like, no, I, I just want to be coachable when I get to junior college, you know? Like, I just want to go in with a free mind and, and just a mindset that, that the judging coach can really mold to a collegiate level. That is the greatest excuse that I have ever heard in my entire life, and I'm so happy that you have telling us that it's a fraud excuse. It is a fraud excuse. Thank you for saying that But if I ever tell you that excuse, if you ever ask me why I don't judge and you've listened to this podcast, I will just not give you an answer. Everybody ask Kenna if she's going to judge in high school. Please, please. please. (laughs) If you know Kenna, shoot her a message, shoot her a text, whatever, send her a Snapchat. Do you want to give out your Snapchat to everybody? Yeah, it's um, all of my socials are KKEE. N-N-A-A dot one three. Beautiful. And that's Instagram and everything? Oh, yeah. They're all the same. I have no creative flow in my body. That was almost too many Ks right at the beginning there, but I, I let it slide. So, <laughs> um, I was a little nervous. But follow her. Follow Ken on social media. Um, I don't know if I was supposed to give out your snap there, but there's her snap. Um, do you have anything else you want to plug, Kenna? Uh, well, if you go to my Instagram, make sure you follow my jewelry page. I know we've talked about this. Oh but... yeah. Go to the jewelry page. It's, it's in the Insta bio. So always got to have it in the bio. Always got to have it in the bio. Oh yeah. Um, and, um, I think that that's really about it. Honestly. Okay. But well, please, go please ahead. don't blow me up with the question of why I'm not judging. No, please do actually. No. <laughs> Under a DM, this is me telling my listeners to do this, which no. none of my listeners listen to me. So I think you'll be fine. Okay. If, if you think I'll be fine, then I'll be okay. It's actually just going to be me. I'm going to make a lot of spam accounts to oh. act like all my listeners are coming together in full force. I, Canon, I may just have to block you. This is only going out to like 100 people, so it's fine. It's fine. I'll just have to answer the question a hundred times. No, no. It better be more than a hundred people and a hundred people better reach out. So, um, yeah. uh, Kenna, thank you for coming on. Thank you uh, for having me. We have some great news coming in the future. That's Ooh. all I'm going to say there. Ooh. You know what I'm talking about though. Oh yeah, I do. Yes. Right. right. In the, in kind of the <laughs> podcast, clicking. podcast realm, maybe. Um, so yeah, we will talk soon. I'm sure this won't be your last time coming on the podcast. I hope not. Tell Darby I I say blacklist me. No, absolutely not. Tell Darby I say hello. I will. Um, I need to give her a call in in the next couple weeks or something. Okay. Well, uh, stay on the line for a little bit just so that it can download. Okay. Uh, and then we'll be good. All right, Kenna, thanks for coming on. Thank you for having me. Talk to you later. Right, Time's limited, so you must listen carefully. Kenna is a beast and an incredible goat showman. I'm, I was happy to have her on. I, I'm happy to see her kind of grow up and, and continue to show into her uh, like final years of showing and really achieve her goal of getting out of third place. That's going to be sick. That's going to be sweet for her. And yeah, I did bleep out the drench recipe, guys, and I don't want any hate for that, okay? 
I don't want anybody. Hey, why are you why are you uh, sharing secrets? Okay, there's no secrets to be shared. But we're gonna respect the game. We're gonna we're, game respect game recognize game. Okay, guys, game. This is just this is just simple math. Game plus game equals game. Game recognize game. It's zero plus zero equals zero, guys. That's just that's how it goes. So don't come at me by saying you bleeped out the recipe. That's that's some that, that's fake. It's not okay. It's the most real. That, uh, that's real, okay. And if you want the recipe, I'll be selling it for five hundred dollars a piece. And it's good, guys. I promise. So reach out five hundred dollars a piece. Okay. See you guys later. See you next week. I've got some great, fantastic guests coming up. I am stoked to show you guys who we have coming next. I'm stoked. Okay, that's all I can say. I'm stoked. I'm excited. All right, hallsafe.com slash the dash show. Check it out. Make me look good. Make yourself look good. Don't let your luck run out on the road. Love you.